Hi, this is James McCoy from the James Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest in wrestling and sports. Nothing here is off limits, so let's get started. Well, in the world of wrestling, it seems like we've had one hell of a week. It started off Monday night with Roman Reigns announcing that his leukemia is no longer in remission, and he had to relinquish the Universal Championship. And now for the reason that I'm on. So we know, you know, about a couple weeks ago, actually maybe a little longer. In my podcast, I'm not here to talk politics, but unfortunately, the wrestling aspect and what I'm about to talk about kind of ties in hand in hand. An American journalist was killed in Saudi Arabia. Killed inside the Saudi Arabia consulate. And I will will say this, when this happened, my initial thought was, wow, what's WWE going to do here? Because we know that they were keeping tabs on what was going on. Because when this first came out, it's like, wow, well, how did this happen? How did this person die inside the Saudi Arabia, you know, consulate? Then his news started getting released. It now looks like that that it was premeditated. So then the next question became, was WWE going to pull out? And it was being highly reported that they were looking at other places, other venues. Yesterday it was being reported they were trying to get it moved to the, you know, back to the U.S. And it really looked like the crown jewel was in jeopardy of not happening. Then, Daniel Bryan and John Cena had reportedly said they would not go. Then, with Roman Reigns' leukemia, because he was in the main event match for Crown Jewel, when you take those things into perspective, you thought there's no way WWE could continue. You take everything into account about what happened. Yeah, I mean, have all the answers come out? No. But I think we all can read between the lines. My thought was, is, and still is, is that WWE should pull out of Saudi Arabia immediately. They are just starting a contract, a 10-year deal with the Saudis. So when you look at this, it's like, wow, that puts WWE into a corner. Then the question comes, you know, in, this question pops up. What's more, what's more important, morals or money? And as of right now, WWE has confirmed Crown Jewel will still take place in Saudi Arabia. There were rumblings that the State Department stepped in and they were the one that was going to make the decision. Now, again, all these are just, you know, rumors I don't have any facts as far as if it's true that they stepped in, but it was definitely highly speculated. You know, it was all over stuff that I was reading yesterday. Saw, I think I saw it on Bleacher Report. I know I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on, you know, the the wrestling dirt sheets. But as of right now, WWE has confirmed that they are staying with Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Now, the question I have is why? Is it because 
is it possible you were told by the State Department? Which I think is highly unlikely to go through with it. Or is it just possible that money is more important than morals? I've been a big WWE fan since I can remember. Three years old. We're in a different time in the world now. But an American was killed. A Washington Post journalist was killed in Saudi Arabia. And how it looks is that it was premeditated. I would love to know the reason. Why you're continuing to stay in a place. That most likely. I get it. Innocent until proven guilty. Well. Died inside the Saudi Arabia consulate. And you're going to stay there. You're going to do the event. My next questions become... Did John Cena change his mind? Did Daniel Bryan change his mind? I don't know. I'm calling I'm calling on WWE to reconsider and to pull out immediately. I will not support Crown Jewel. I will not watch Crown Jewel. Again, I am calling on WWE to pull out immediately. This is not okay. This is not acceptable. At the end of the day, we all have choices here that we can make. We make choices every single day. Some little, some medium, some major. But at the end of the day, they all have one thing in common. You make them. You make the choices. The fact that you made this choice. You worried about taking a $16 million hit as it's being reported? For a multi, all probably now a billion dollar company. And you're worried about what's being reported is that you guys would take a $16 million hit if you pulled out. Like you guys hadn't taken bigger hits in the stock market. I am interested to see how many people will continue to watch Crown Jewel. I will be interested to see how many people still support the fact that they should be in Saudi Arabia for this event. I get it. The fans out there in Saudi Arabia who want to see it. Yo. But at the end of the the day. How can you sit there and promote that you guys are a family industry? When a family of a man, they'll never get to see again. Because of because of what happened in Saudi Arabia. And you're going to the country where it happened. I get it. You booked the event before, you know, this happened. You know, people are going to say, but James, it's not fair. You know, because they booked it before it happened. doesn't matter. You know how many musicians who go on tour 
how many places are booked before they even show up. And if something happens, you know what happens? They cancel it. They either cancel it, they postpone it, or, or, or they move it. You can't move this. You can't postpone it. You can't do the right thing and just postpone this and move and find a more adequate place to put this on. Just because you have it set for November 2nd, I think is what it is. A week from Friday. Or Saturday, one of the two. That you can't postpone the date to find a place or scrap it all together. Move those matches to Survivor Series later on in November. At the end of the day, guys, you have to look in the mirror with the choices you make. At the end of the day, you have to be, you're the only one that has to deal with it as far as what it does to you, how you feel about it. You have to live with it. And WWE is going to have to take a long, hard look in the mirror here. Maybe they did. And I get it. At the end of the day, we don't have to like every choice that people make. But people are going to say, but you should respect it. Well, in this case, I don't respect it. And I don't like it. Because it's not right. Because we all know. Yeah, I get it. You know, life goes on. You know, WWE must continue. But it doesn't have to continue there. I'm a big fan. Always have been. But I'm not a fan here. I'm a human first. I'm an individual first. This should not be happening. And I don't know how else to say that. But that's just how I feel. That's just my take on it. Um, I know not everyone's going to agree with me, and that's fine. I'm not going to sit here and badmouth people who potentially may not agree with me. But I will always be upfront and honest. There's actually a guy I listen to on YouTube who, you know, dives in with rumors and innuendos and, I don't know, maybe a lot of people, maybe a lot of you people have heard of him, Sean Van Zandt. Sean's View Entertainment. I think we need to step back now, and I'm going to step back from this. I'm no longer going to say anything about rumors particular you know that are particularly to this but I'm going to come as a human being 100% honest if you were an employee at WWE and you knew this was going to happen how would you feel about it would you be like listen this isn't a good idea we're going to receive so much backlash it's already happening on Twitter Hashtag boycott crown jewel, boycott WWE is already trending. The backlash is underway. If WWE is not careful, 
even all the money that they have is not going to bring back the casual fan. If they continue to make reckless choices, I don't care how much time they took to think about it. This is a reckless choice. They could lose more than just us. Just look at WCW, Ted Turner. WCW had everything. And I'm not trying to compare WCW to Crown Jewel. All I'm talking about is that WCW, they made so many mistakes that drove fans away. You continue to make choices like this, people are going to go away. They're going to start watching, and they already are, but they're going to, the ones that leave are probably going to start watching promotions like Ring of Honor, promotions like New Japan Wrestling, promotions like, you know, Destiny Wrestling on Global Force, you know, on the Global Force Network. The point is, is that it's not, you may be the one big company that's standing, but listen, you got a a bunch of other companies out there that I see all the time people just rave about. You think if Ring of Honor was in this position, they would do it? I don't think so, but I don't know for sure. And I'm not going to sit here and speculate on whether each company would do that. My message is, is, is this. We are all human beings first. And this obviously is a case of money corrupting their judgment. And WWE should be ashamed of themselves. I will no longer talk about Crown Jewel when it happens. If WWE changes their mind within a week, maybe I'll revisit the situation then. But as of right now, I've given my thoughts. It's how I feel. I will not speak about it again. Now, if any of you have any questions, obviously you can hit me up here. And I have no issues having, you know, a debate, anything like that. But I will not as far as any updated news, unless it's WWE pulling out. All right, so I also have a Facebook group. It's New Blood Wrestling. And I have been doing a lot of research of other wrestling promotions out there that's not WWE. Like I said, I hit on it with Ring of Honor, New Japan, But I came across this one on the Global Force Wrestling Network called Destiny Wrestling. Um, but But in my group, I have a thread that I'm starting up about up and coming other promotions out there. Like I said, that are not WWE. If there are any out there that you guys know about that you guys want to hit me up here on my podcast and talk to me about, I'd be glad to listen. If you want to find me on Facebook, join New Blood Wrestling. It is New Blood Wrestling on Facebook. 
Like I said, my podcast isn't about politics. It's about sports and wrestling. Um, But it's been definitely an interesting week. And again, my thoughts and prayers go out to Roman Reigns' family as he gets ready to go into the biggest fight of his life. And I hope he pulls through this. I hope he gets back soon. Because, you know, he is, you know, he is the person first. And we want him healthy, no matter what we think. No matter what we think about the character. You know, the guy spends over 300 days a year on the road entertaining fans, state after state, city after city, country after country. And when you take the time you don't see the human side very often. Um, so when that happened, you know, it kind of puts things in, you know, it puts things in the perspective. Um, Roman Reigns, um, is human, just like all of us. We all go through things. The fact that he came out to announce it on Raw to say, listen, here's what I'm dealing with. I'm going to fight this and I'm going to beat this. Make sure that you get checked for anything. Even though he didn't use those exact words, you can tell that in his promo, you don't, he he wouldn't want any of you to go through it. So for that, Roman Reigns gets a lot of my respect for just willing to be open about that. To say, listen, here's what's going on. Now, I get it. He had to relinquish the title. So he didn't necessarily have to give that reason. He just could have said, listen, I can't fulfill the duties. I'm going through something personal. I have to relinquish the title. He didn't have to say exactly what that personal battle was, but he decided to be open about it. We won't see Roman Reigns for a long time, but it's time that we rally around Roman and just give him all of our just give him all of our prayers. And one last thing about <clears throat> Crown Jewel, and it won't be brought up anymore after this. In my Facebook group, it will no longer be talked about due to the sensitivity of and the respect of a the person who was killed in Saudi Arabia. And his family. I think it would be very insensitive to continue this. And so my thoughts and prayers go out to the Washington journalist's family as well. And that's it. I will no longer be talking about Crown Jewel unless it's to say WWE's come to their senses and they've pulled out. But until then, that's it. So, it's Thursday, guys. We're almost to the weekend. Boston is up two games to none in the World Series against the Dodgers. Dodgers and Boston's Game 3 is Friday Friday night, I believe. So, the Dodgers are two losses away from being swept by the Red Sox. See, I'm a Cubs fan. 
And so I was glad to see the Brewer, the Dodgers get rid of the Brewers. And I'm not a Red Sox fan, so I'm pulling for the Dodgers to try to get back into this series and make it competitive. Um, but Boston right now, through the first two games, pitching, offense, defense, looks to be the superior team here. And they've been one of the, mo- the more superior teams all year long, the Red Sox and the Houston Astros. So game three, Friday night. We have Thursday night's game tonight in the NFL, college football Saturday. Before I go, do you guys believe Ohio State, the number two team at the time, getting routed by Purdue? Now that puts the college football playoff, these four teams, Alabama one, Clemson two, Notre Dame three, and I believe it's LSU four with Michigan sitting on the outside there at five. This is why I love college football. You don't know what's going to happen week to week. And, you know, you only have one true great team there, and it's Alabama. Clemson's there. You know, Clemson, I think, is... They're not on the level of Alabama, but Clemson's on the verge of being a great team. Notre Dame, number three. If the college football playoff were to start today, it would be Alabama LSU, and it would be Clemson Notre Dame. I'll tell you what, as a fan, <laughs> those two games, whew, I wouldn't mind seeing those. I wouldn't mind seeing an SEC heavyweight fight between the Tigers of LSU and Alabama, but they're going to play later on in the year at Death Valley, so we're going to find out a lot about Alabama then. Um, Notre Dame still has some games that, you know, they need to be careful on that they don't get caught, you know, slipping or overlooking. They still have USC now. There's always something they talk about when it comes to spoilers. It's kind of like baseball when you know you're a team that's not going to make the playoffs. So you play spoiler and try to screw it up for somebody else. I mean, USC's not making the playoff, but they, you know they want to go to a bowl. And so when they play Notre Dame here just a few weeks from now, that could be a game to watch. I think Notre Dame is going to run the table, and I think they'll make the college football playoff. I think Alabama will not run the table, and I think they will lose in Death Valley and LSU. But before that, LSU's offense needs to get going. Because I'll tell you this, their defense is big time. But man, their quarterback for Alabama, that guy's awesome. So that defense will be ready, but it's not going to be one of those 17-14 fights. There's going to be some offense there. And if LSU doesn't want to get ran out of their own home field, they need to get that offense going and going in a hurry. Because if LSU can pull this off, I don't think Alabama, I don't think a one-loss Alabama should get in. Over an undefeated Notre Dame, maybe an undefeated Clemson. And I think even though LSU already has one loss, if they're the team that hands Alabama a loss, I I think Michigan, if they run the table and beat Ohio State in the final week, should be that next team in. Because look at it. Their only loss was to Notre Dame, and Notre Dame's undefeated. So if Notre Dame runs the table, the committee can look at Michigan and go, you know what, it's not like Michigan lost to, 
you know, a bad team. They lost to an undefeated team, but they handled their business. They ran the table after that and beat Ohio State. Now, Ohio State can't lose again. When Michigan and Ohio State play, they need to both have one loss. And Ohio State, it needs to be that heavyweight battle. Because I think if Michigan wins that, they're in. I think the loser of Alabama LSU is out. And I know LSU would be out because they'd have two losses. But I really believe that a one-loss Alabama... And people are going to say, but James, listen, look at the years of of work. And I get all that. A one-loss Alabama team won it last year. But what about the teams that are supposed to do what they do? They run the table. We have the potential of having, you know, two undefeated teams and two teams with one loss if Alabama loses that game. Notre Dame's in regardless. They run the table. They're in. Same with Clemson. They run the table there. You can make a case for a one-loss Alabama. Obviously, a lot of things have to happen. And there's still a lot of football left. So, obviously, I'll revisit this as we go forward and as things start to play out. But, man, college football. I'll tell you what. College football in the NFL, those seem to fly by faster than anything else as far as sports go. I think we're already in week seven of the NFL Sunday. I think, what, we're week eight of college football? Unbelievable. Time just flies, guys. All right, guys, thanks for joining the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Any other breaking news that's WWE-related that's not Crown Jewel, I will obviously be here to talk about it. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week, like I said. Enjoy the sports this weekend. Enjoy the World Series. Talk to you guys soon.